Welcome to the Highly Objective Podcast, where we talk to cannabis industry executives and investors and go into the weeds on recent news. Thanks for having me today. Really excited to talk to you today about Dutchie Point Sale and Dutchie Pay and uh, some of the things that we're working on here. Um, so yeah, so my name is Zach Lipson. I'm one of the, the co-founders here at Dutchie and I'm also our chief product officer. Um, my brother and I started this company about five years ago, and our focus initially was really on e-commerce and providing an online ordering solution for dispensaries in the space, essentially taking their inventory and, and bringing it online so their customers could shop. Um, so that was the focus of the business, and, and we did that for roughly about three, three and a half years, um, where we were kind of laser focused on, on e-commerce. So, so through that, one of the things that we we started to uncover is something that became apparent to us was that, of course, with the inventory living in a separate system, which was the point of sale, um, we needed to connect to that system through APIs and pull that inventory data over so that the, the, the menus were really real time. That became a really important component of, of building a, a successfully functioning e-commerce system in the space. And part of that, part of why that becomes really important in cannabis is that there's such a high inventory turnover rate. You know, products are moving off the shelf at a pretty rapid pace. And then oftentimes those products are replaced with new products. Uh, you, you know, you may be a new strain, it may be a new flavor. Um, so a real-time menu became a really important component. Over the years, we built out uh, a number of different point of sale integrations. We integrated with all of the major point of sale companies in the space, uh, LeafLogic, ScreenBits, FlowHub, Cova, a number of them. Um, and and we, we really saw the solution uh, gain quite a bit of traction in, in the industry. Um, you know, and, and today we have a leading e-commerce solution in the space. Over the years, though, that dependency uh, grew and grew, and our partnerships did as well. And you know, basically what we observed was there was a pretty big opportunity to, you know, to move into point of sale as well. Uh, and then, you know, of course, about a year and a half ago, we did that with the acquisition of GreenBits and LeafLogics. Can you tell okay. me more about the decision back in, in March 2021 when that was announced to, to buy those companies versus build it yourself? Yeah, so we did look at that pretty carefully. Um, you know, and you do, you, you do have multiple options when you want to move into a new sector, a new build, build out a new product line like this. So we, we did look at the option of building versus buying. And when we did that, we started to learn quite a bit about what goes into a point of sale system in cannabis. Um, and it's important to note that these are really complex systems. Even the more simple, basic interfaces uh, that some of the point of sales offer, really what's under the hood is quite a bit of technology and years and years of refining that technology based on a number of different complexities. Uh, so in cannabis, one of the things that's very unique is that you have seed to sale systems like metric and biotrack that the point of sale systems need to integrate into. And a lot goes into building out those integrations. They're not simple by any means, right? Uh, so when we looked at the, op the, the, the kind of option to build a point of sale system, what we saw was that we were gonna have to come up the curve around all of those complexities rather quickly and really you know, kind of forecasted some of the, the work that would need to go into that. And it really didn't seem like it was the right option for us. And then furthermore, we started to look at our partnerships and we had really great partnerships with a few of the point of sale systems in the space that uh, also had a, you know, a, a pretty commanding market share already. And two of those, there was kind of an interesting dynamic for us. We saw one that was doing, had, had a strong market share and strong presence with the small to mid-sized businesses 
in the in the cannabis retail environment. And then on the other hand, you had another uh, point of sale company that was really entrenched in the enterprise segment. Uh, and those, of course, were Green Bits and Leaf Logics. So we opened up conversations and decided that going through with an acquisition, bringing those companies together with ours uh, really was the best solution for us, as opposed to going through, you know, kind of a long journey of trying to build out uh, a point of sale system from scratch, going through all of the hurdles, going through all of the learnings that you would need to, and then building market share at the exact same time. Uh, that's a very difficult thing to do. And, and we figured, um, you know, after a bit of research and a bit of due diligence that moving forward with the acquisitions is really the right call for us. And in your estimates, how much time did that save you to, to acquire and figure out the integration of those two acquisitions rather than build it out yourself? You know, it's really hard to say. Um, honestly, I think when you, when, when you do try to think about that, it's, it's years and years, I think, to get to a place where these point of sale systems, you know, were at that point. You know, Leaf Logics had been in operation for, I think, roughly around seven years. Greenbit's a little bit less than that. And it, you know, they had gone through a ton of learnings uh, in, in that time, you know, and they had really built out a lot of functionality. They had gotten gone through a lot of customer conversation, um, you know, gone through a lot of trial and error, building out new features, seeing what works, testing the market, doing a lot of research studies, you know. And and I think with the the option to to move in and, and acquire those companies, you're not just acquiring the business and the technology, but you're acquiring that knowledge, right? So you know, it it, it comes in the form of the product, but it also comes in you know along with the the people that have been at these companies that have gone through, you know, the, the, the years of product development and customer conversations. Um, so that it, it's hard to say exactly how much time it saves, but I really believe that it's, it's a multiple, multiple year journey to kind of get to a place where these point of sale systems already were. Yeah. And even a year or two years, and it sounds like it's a few years, um, that makes a lot of sense to acquire versus build. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and tell us more about the transition to Dutch EPOS. So you, you launched Dutch EPOS, uh, you know, now it's been a week and a half. Um, how's that transition going from LeafLogix and GreenBits to Dutch EPOS? Yeah, so, so far the, the feedback has been really positive from customers. You know, we, we moved into kind of general availability where we opened up Dutch point of sale to all of the LeafLogix customers. And we also are moving our green, some of our GreenBits customers over to it already as well. Um, and so far, the feedback has been really positive. I think that, you know, one of the things that we really wanted to do with our point of sale, you know, basically coming out with a self-branded point of sale was, uh, you know, we wanted to attack it from a few different angles. We, we did a ton of research on this. So, you know, after the acquisition back in March of last year, we set out immediately to start talking to customers and we had access to all of the GreenBits customers, all of the LeafLogix customers, and as, as well as our e-commerce customer base too. And we could start to talk to them about, uh, you know, what they, you know, what, what they would be looking for in an ideal point of sale. And the theme was pretty constant. One, they wanted robust configurability and power. Um, they wanted software that could basically conform to the way that they wanted to run their stores, their, their SOPs. And that's an important thing in this space. You know, as, as you talk to retailers, they all, they all have, you know, different approaches to their business. You're going to see a number of standard models, but really what this space is about, it's about finding efficiencies within those models. It's about, you know, identifying 
certain things that you can tweak, levers you can pull operationally to give your retail, give give your store an advantage, right? And that's really what we saw. We saw that as a really common theme. And I've talked to operators now for for five years. I make that a very common habit of mine uh, to stay very close with a number of retailers in the space. And and that's what differentiates good from great. It's retailers that that understand their operations and are able to find those efficiencies. So what what they were really looking for when we started to talk to them about point of sale is they wanted software that could conform to the way they wanted to run the business. And Reef Logics had really had done a really great job of that. You know, that that was the feedback that we continue to get about about Logics is that it was really powerful, it was highly configurable. It could form fit to most SOPs, uh, but the interface and the experience wasn't quite where people wanted it to be. It, it didn't have that modern look and feel, and it wasn't always super intuitive for some of our users to, to, to get through or train new staff on. You know, and then when we talked to the GreenBits customers, we kind of got almost a, the almost the opposite. You know, what, what GreenBits customers were looking for was a lot of that power and configurability, but they loved how GreenBits had you know, a simple interface. It was, you know, not prone to errors, like more complex, robust interfaces were. So we really wanted to bring the best of both worlds together in, in, in Dutchie point of sale to maintain that robust configurability where the software can be, you know, can be basically uh, configured to, to meet the needs of virtually any SOP, whether it's a, a large enterprise MSO or, you know, a, or a small business. Um, but then also have that modern interface, that modern look and feel, something that's easy to just jump right on and start using, uh, something that's easy to train a new bud tender, you know, when they come into to the store and get hired. Um, you know, if we launch a new feature, it's, it's automatically intuitive. They know how that works. So that, that was really the goal in Dutchie Point of Sale. And that's the feedback that we've been getting so far from our customers who are using it. So, so if I'm a LeafLogic or a GreenBits customer today, Everything I'm seeing now has been transitioned to Dutch POS. Is, is that correct? So with Dutchie point of sale, essentially the, the LeafLogics customers now have access to it. You know, we're still in what we refer to as a, a general availability optional period. So we have not fully migrated all the customers over, but they have access. They can start to use it. They can start to get familiar with it. Um, you know, one thing that's really, really important to us with a, a launch like this is that we we are very thoughtful about it. You know, these are big changes that our customers have to undergo. Um, we've gone to great lengths, um, frankly, over the past six months to make that migration very smooth. Um, we've actually kind of quietly been introducing some of the Dutchie point of sale features uh, that we had planned into the LeafLogics product ahead of time so that the transition was even simpler. Um, and, you know, now we're kind of seeing the fruits of that labor. We're seeing you know, that the transition is, is pretty smooth, that customers are up and running on it fast. One of, the, one of the things that I think has been really awesome to see is from my point of view, I, I worked very closely on this project myself and I've, I've literally gone to dispensaries. I've sat with them and said, hey, we have this new Dutchie point of sale. You know, you were pre previously using one of our other point of sales. Let's give it a test run. I'd love to get some feedback from you. I'd love to hear what you think of it. You know, and I'm I'm watching customers use it for the very first time, and I think one of the more rewarding things for someone in product or design um, like myself is to watch a customer jump on and immediately start 
start using it. It's like watching somebody get in the car for the very first time and they just start driving around the track. Um, and, and you're seeing that. I can see that firsthand with this product. So I think that's a, a good indicator. It's still early, but it's a good indicator that you know throughout this process, we, we were talking to our customers in the right way. We were listening to them, incorporating their feedback into the product. And we have something that you know, does still maintain that power that we were going for, but also hits on the other objective with Touchy Point of Sale, which was make it easy to use, make it intuitive, give it a modern look and feel that is similar to other software that people are used to using, you know, in, in, in today's world. And, and with that, are you guys pushing the, the hardware out to folks as well, or is that also a very slow row right now? Yeah, so so that's the other part of, of the launch for us with Dutchie Point of Sale. So of course, you know, there is the software uh, component to it. And we launched a brand new back office, uh, which is basically the administrative uh, interface that is being used in the back of the store. And this is something that, you know, inventory managers and compliance managers, executives, uh, store managers that are maybe creating discounts uh, or you know, going in and adding new users, viewing analytics or reporting. So that's the, that's the product that, that those personas are going to be using. Uh, and that's, of course, part of the launch. On, on the other side, we launched a new register system too. Uh, so the new register really has two major components. There's, of course, the software component, uh, which is the register product itself, you know, the interface, the, the ability to check a customer in, the ability to transact, but then, as you just mentioned, we, we also launched new hardware with this too. So it's really a complete package. This is an all-in-one solution here. So uh, the, the device is something that we're really excited about and really proud of, frankly. Uh, beautiful. It's, it's, it's got a really modern look and feel. The feedback that we've gotten from customers so far is that not only is it, is it functional and it's serving that need, but it's also something that they really love being able to have on their counter. Um, you know, they... they a lot of these dispensaries, they want that modern look and feel to their stores, not just their software. Uh, so having this device sitting on the counter really kind of, uh, you know, kind of accentuates that it, it amplifies it. Um, and that's the feedback that we've been, been really excited to hear. Uh, so the device itself, it's a, it's a 15 inch screen that faces the bud tender. And then it also comes with a customer facing display too. And that's a 10 inch screen and it's detached. So it basically uh, gives the, the retailer the ability to kind of move it around and make sure that it's, it's in the right place based on how their counter is set up. And, you know, we're super excited about this. I mean, aside from the functionality and from the, the look and feel, the modern design to it, we're excited just what this opens up for us in terms of the possibilities, the opportunities. You know, when you have that customer facing display, we can create some pretty incredible experiences uh, for the customer. You know, they can, of course, watch as their order is being built. They can check their totals and their taxes and their discounts. You know, but we can do so much more with that screen. You know, you can, you can see a world where, you know, loyalty is integrated with it. You could see a world where, you know, promotions are available to the customer through that screen. And, the, you know, the, the opportunities are almost limitless. So we're, we're super excited about the rollout of the hardware also. And there's a lot of players in the, the POS ecosystem for, for cannabis companies to choose from. How, how do you sort of differentiate from those competitors and, and how do you win as Dutchie point of sale? Sure. Yeah. So it, it is a crowded space. There are, there are a number of providers uh, that offer point of sale technology. And I, I think there's a few things here. So one, it's important to remember that, you know, we're leveraging uh, 
existing technology and existing functionality that that was already uh, in place through the acquisition. So LeafLogix is really a, a very robust tool. And that, that's why you see the majority of the enterprise customers in, in the space utilizing it as their point of sale. Um, you know, many of the MSOs are, are utilizing Leaf, were previously utilizing LeafLogix and will Dutchy point of sale in the future uh, once the, the migration is fully finished. And the reason for that is that power. So over the years, LeafLogix has built in a really robust set of tools. Um, you know, and, and essentially it allows retailers to form fit the tech, as I mentioned before, you know, to however they want to run the business. So I think that it's that it's that extreme kind of configurability is, is one thing. Reporting is another big one. So along with it, we we had a really intense focus on making sure that reporting was front and center. It's so important in this space that customers, that retailers have access to their data and that they can manipulate that data to drive insights so that they can build their businesses, they can run their businesses more efficiently. Uh, so we, we, we put a pretty strong emphasis on data reporting and analytics. Um, and I, I, would, I would argue that we have one of the more advanced uh, you know, functionality and, and feature sets around reporting uh, in this space. Um, you know, in, in, in addition to that, you start to look at not just the point of sale, but working with Dutchie, you have access to the other products that we offer. And the full stack, when you combine e-commerce with point of sale, as well as some of our payments technologies, you really have something that is, is uh, really compelling um, and is a full stack offering for these retailers. And let's unpack that a little bit because I think that's an important aspect. Of this. Yeah, especially since you uh, you just launched Dutchy Pay about a week and a half. Yeah, Dutchie point of sale. So yeah, we'll, we'll love more exactly on that. Yeah, so you know this is really the culmination. Um, I, I would argue it's the beginning of the culmination of why we acquired these companies in the first place. You know, as I mentioned, uh, you know, earlier in the interview, what we saw was a lot of fragmentation in the space. And, and we were actually part of it. it, was, it was, this is interesting, but Dutchie was one of the partners in the space. We were focused solely on e-commerce. So we had to integrate through those APIs, like I mentioned, with the point of sale systems. Now, APIs are powerful and they allow us to create great experiences, uh, but they have their limitations, whether that be rate limiting, whether that be the quality of the data, whether that be an API going down and you know, one provider points the finger at the other and the, that provider points the finger back and take a guess who gets caught in the crosshairs when that happens, the customer. Um, we were in that mix and we, we, we saw the pain that was around that. And when we looked at the acquisitions of LeafLogix and GreenBits and having Dutchie move into point of sale, um, you know, on our own, we, we saw an opportunity to, to squash that, to create a more efficient, uh, product ecosystem that we had that would be within our walls, that would be within our hands and essentially take e-commerce and point of sale and bring them together. No APIs. It would all be once it would be one set of data that would be leveraged in both channels, in both systems. Right. So you could do things like cut down on the sync time. So for example, many of the APIs uh, in the space from the e-commerce side, the point of sale APIs, you can only refresh the data roughly about every five minutes. Well, if it was, if we were not leveraging an API, if it was our point of sale, we could have that data be real time. 
It could be instant. As soon as something sells out in the store, it would immediately reflect on the online menu. Right? So really powerful. Um, we could have better data uh, quality and data unification uh, to make sure that products were the same in both systems. Um, and then, of course, we started thinking about payments. And we you know, have had plans for payments for a while. It's a very, you probably know this, and I know that, that a number of your, um, your listeners do too, but, but payments is a really difficult part of, of cannabis uh, retail. And you know, the, this is still largely a cash-based industry which is, is really challenging for a number of different reasons, right? So you have cash management fees, you have uh, you know, the, the costs associated with transporting cash with armored cars. There's of course, uh, you know, kind of the, the, the safety and, and, and uh, kind of liabilities and, and risks around, around just handling so much cash. This actually paints a target on many of these retailers uh, in terms of theft and robbery, right? So it's, it, it unfortunately invites kind of violence into, into you know, some of these retail environments and communities. It's a really, really big problem. Um, and our customers, the, the retailers in this space, it's a big challenge for them, right? Not to mention when you're dealing with cash, you introduce human error. And that creates all kinds of challenges for dispensaries, downstream tax reporting issues. It gets really, really messy. So as we bring together as we decided that you know, we could bring together e-commerce and point of sale, we realized that there was a third piece, uh, which was payments. And our first really big push into that is Dutchie Pay, which you just, you just mentioned uh, a few minutes ago. So we launched this about, about a month and a half ago now, and it's a completely digital solution. You know, so essentially what this looks like is the dispensaries that are using us for point of sale as well as e-commerce can now have a digital payment solution that ties those two things together. So on the e-commerce menu, a customer moves to checkout and they'll see a big green button at the top of the screen. And that button says Dutchie Pay on it. And essentially what this allows the customer to do is connect to their bank account. You know, we, we utilize an ACH system and uh, they can simply just have that stored to their account. So every time they come back, there's a direct debit that's, that's taken from the customer in the, in the amount of the order. And that's really it. It's simple. It's very, very simple. And as you come back in future for future orders, it's just a one-click experience. It's, it's normalizing payments uh, to a large extent uh, for customers, right? That's, that's an experience that customers are really familiar with with e-commerce. The, the great thing about this solution too, the thing that gets me really excited is when you look at it from the retailer's perspective, so let's go back to that scenario. The customer places their order on Dutchie Pay. What happens is the order flows immediately into the point of sale. And it says that it's paid with Dutchie Pay. So when that customer then comes in to pick their order up, they simply give the, the cashier their name, cashier gets the order, and it simply says that it was already paid with, uh, with Dutchie Pay. And the butt tender just hits one button. They just complete the transaction, that's it. There's no cash exchanged. There's no, you know, debit card that comes out. There's no, there's no manual entry of any values whatsoever. It's it's just simple. It's efficient. It's fast. It reduces. It eliminates human error. It eliminates cash management and the challenges that are associated with that. And it's frankly just a better experience for both the customer and the bud tender. And, and then I I don't know if it's intentional to release Dutchy Pay and Dutchy Point Sell within a month of each other, but I, I assume the combination of those two additional offerings just just makes 
duchy as a platform for retailers much more powerful, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think that we've been working on these solutions for a while. In fact, both were, were going through product development at the exact same time. Um, we're working on a number of solutions within Dutchy at any given moment, uh, you know, and have a lot of, of really great people within the, within the company that are attacking different problems. Um, and the solutions did kind of coincide. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, I think the full offering, when you look at a customer, and we have customers, of course, that are using the full stack. When you look at somebody that is utilizing our e-commerce solution, right? And that's something that we've been working on for five years. That's something that is, you know, an, an industry an industry leader in the, in the e-commerce space. There's a ton of functionality in there. It integrates seamlessly and perfectly with our own point of sale, right? Uh, as I mentioned before, those, that, that's one of the great advantages of working with, you know, kind of a single provider as opposed to utilizing, trying to utilize different, different partners, different providers, API connections, and sort of the challenges that come along with that. And then you do bring payments into it, and you really have a, a pretty complete solution for these retailers. Um, and, and we're kind of, they were like just scratching the surface with this. You know, we, we're, we're bringing these systems together now, but they're going to get closer and tighter, and we're going to really begin to take advantage of the fact that you know, we have point of sale and e-commerce and payments under one roof. We're really just getting going and really, really excited to, to kind of move forward and to, to start building lots of additional efficiencies for these retailers that are utilizing the full stack um, into the products. You know, it, it's a really, really exciting um, kind of premise for, for us here at Dutchie. What can we expect as additional products that Dutchie might start to offer in the future? So we've talked a little bit about kind of what some some of the the future um, you know kind of potential with respect to some of the things that we're going to be working on. We have more that we're building into Dutchie Pay, so we're really focused on that. We we think that this cash problem in the space is so painful, it's so pervasive, uh, it's so challenging for our retailers that this is something that we we're really kind of looking forward to building more into. We're looking at bringing this in-store right now. So right now it's a, it's a digital solution. It's online through our e-commerce product. But the next big piece is to bring that in-store. Um, and I talked a little bit about this on uh, with respect to the Dutchie Pay launch, but bringing that in-store kind of rounds out the rest of the experience so that not only can you, you utilize Dutchie Pay online, but you can also do it when you walk into the store. We're pretty excited about that. Um, we are going to, of course, continue to add some new functionality and, and new innovation to our e-commerce product. We have some exciting things coming there, basically to help our dispensaries create a more custom experience. You know, so that's one thing that we're really focused on is customization for retailers. We want them to be able to own their menus. We want them to be able to make it theirs, you know, whether that be through you know, kind of uh, vi like visual customizations, whether that be through merchandising where they can put the spotlight and focus on certain products. Um, within the point of sale, we're, we, we, we have a lot of exciting things that we're doing right now, of course, with Dutchie Point of Sale, that's our recent launch. And then we're gonna continue to, uh, to, to build into that product. So our homepage uh, is something that, you know, we are really excited about. It's a configurable homepage. It's kind of the, the entry point for, for users, it's something that an executive can take a look at and you know get a quick a quick synopsis of how their store or all of their stores are doing on a on a, a given day, um, and that was a big need you know, not just for executives but actually all different types of personas. 
Um, that feature in particular is customizable. So, you know, regardless of, of who you are with respect to the store, whether you're an inventory manager, whether you're a compliance manager, whether you're an executive, you can configure your homepage to, to basically show the things that matter to you, you know, so key metrics and uh, charts and, and, you know, quick actions and things like that. So we're excited about that. And then we've got a number of, of other kind of things that we're working on too. I, it really comes back down to the customers. You know, we're, we're talking to customers every day. We're listening to the feedback. We're, we're hearing, you know, what pain points customers are generally going through in this industry today, building towards that. I'll say, I'll say one more thing kind of before we, we move on from this, but, and that's that one of the things that we're observing right now is that retailers in the cannabis space, they're starting to see some compression in terms of GMV. Um, so they're starting to see that, you know, maybe the, maybe the average order values that were, they were seeing in the past have come down a little bit, you know, and this may be due to inflation. This may be due to, you know, the macroeconomic conditions happening in this country, it, it, it may be due to industry um, variables like you know supply and demand, but we're seeing that as a bit of a trend. So this is one of the things that we're very, very focused on right now at Dutchie. We're working on a number of different tools, number of different features, both across point of sale and e-commerce, as well as Dutchie Pay that can help drive basket sizes up. We we view this we view this as an opportunity to to help our retailers. Um, you know they're they're investing in us. We want to invest in them. Our sex, our successes are tied together, right? So we want to give them the tools that they need, or that they don't even know they need, or that they're not asking for, but are going to be really really helpful in driving more GMV towards their stores. Whether that's tools to upsell customers to get them you know, easier access to products, whether it's reporting to give them deeper insights into, you know, some of this trend with GMV or average order values, um, even tools within the register, you know, to, to help incentivize bud tenders who are out there on the sales floor. So that's another initiative that I'm, I'm pretty excited about that I think can really, really help retailers that use our technology. So, so what I'm sort of interpreting from there is, is that inventory management and sort of automated reordering of, of products? Not necessarily reordering of products and, and, and inventory management. I mean, there, there are features that we're working on in those areas, but really it's, it's how they're engaging with customers. Um, you know, maybe we can unpack that a little bit. So one of the things that we see in this industry quite a bit is sort of the the rise of, you know, kind of what I call the rise of the roaming bud tender. Um, and essentially it's this model where customers are meeting uh, bud tenders out on the sales floor. Um, you know, and we're seeing this in certain markets. We're seeing this more in like the California market, in the Michigan market, um, you know, and we're seeing broader and broader adoption of this model. And it's a, it, it's a model that we're all actually familiar with, uh, or most of us are familiar with, because this is actually what we see at in some, in other industries and in other more progressive retail environments, like for example, the Apple store, um, you know, you walk into an Apple store and you're greeted by, uh, by, you know, someone from, from Apple. And basically they, they meet you out on the sales floor and they, and they talk with you and then they place an order from a mobile device. This is something that we're seeing a lot of in, in the space, especially in those progressive markets that I just mentioned. And it's a, a great way for, 
you know, uh, bud tenders to basically work with customers and get them the products that they need and also encourage, uh, you know, larger basket sizes. Maybe, maybe they inform a customer of something that they don't, they haven't seen yet. Maybe it's a brand new product. Maybe it's something that can accompany a product that the customer already has in their cart. Um, so bringing tools to those bud tenders so that, you know, right there in the device, in the software, we can make that experience more accessible and, and easier. That right there can really help our retailers uh, sell more product and, you know, help. It, it really can help with this, with this, you know, kind of the, some of the challenges that they're seeing around basket sizes and GMB. Yeah, so so completely understand the alignment with Dutchy and the success of retailers. Um, but as we're talking about a lot of this data, you know, what what really uh, came to my mind was there's these POS that will sell data to a headset or a BDSA, and that sort of informs what products are growing, what they're selling, how they're trending, you know, week over week, month over month. Do you guys share any of, of your data from your e-commerce platform, from Dutchy point of sale? with these uh, data providers? So no, we don't. And that's been a very firm stance that we've had at Dutchie, uh, whether it be in the days of e-commerce or now in the days of, of point of sale e-commerce and payments. This is something that we feel very strongly about. We, we believe that the data uh, that our customers are trusting us with, of course, but it, you know, in our systems, that lives within our systems, that's their data. You know, and we're very clear about that with our customers. We're very clear with, about that upfront. It's in our contracts. Like we, we wholeheartedly believe this and it's very important. And that's not our business model. And it, it, it will never be. We will never sell data to third parties uh, that we have, um, you know, within our systems. It's dispenser, the dispensaries, they own that data. That's theirs. Um, it's not a business model that we believe in. It's not how we built this business. And, you know, we our dispensaries are our partners. Um, you know, we, that, that's another thing that we feel very strongly about here at Dutchie. Our customers are our partners and our successes are tied together. Um, so, you know, while other point of sale companies or e-commerce companies may choose to do that, it's just something that we, we feel very strongly um, about not doing. And you wouldn't even do it on an anonymized basis. So you wouldn't even do it to the point where you say, Hey, all of our Arizona customers, um, it's anonymized. We don't say who sells what, what percentages, and this category does really well, and it's 48% for Arizona. You guys don't even anonymize that, that data at all to package and, and share. That, that's right. Yeah, even, even anonymized data, we wouldn't sell to providers. Um, again, you know, it, it's just something that we feel very strongly about and, and really don't believe in as a business. Um, we, we, we're building the business model in a, a very different way. Um, you know, and, and it's just something that we're, you know, we're pretty against. Got it. No, great. Great to clarify that, Zach. Sure. Um, la last question for you, since you work with over 6,000 retailers across the U.S., um, we're, we're seeing some challenging markets uh, on a state-by-state -state basis. Obviously, New Jersey is very new. It's performing. All the MSOs that have reported earnings have spoken very positively about it, but we're seeing price compression in markets like California and Michigan. Uh, so my question for you is, is with you know, all the insights that you have access to, um, you know, what's kind of your, your take on the market today uh, about some of these struggling markets? Are, are we going to see them start to grow again? What's sort of the catalyst? Um, just, just give us your take on, on these markets. 
Yeah, so you, you mentioned a few of the insights there, right? So we are seeing some price compression in, in some of these markets like California, Michigan. New markets are going to come online, you know, and we're, we have seen some great positive signals in markets like New Jersey, or of course, excited about New York. Um, you know, and that's something that we're, you know, we're building towards right now and really, really looking forward to supporting retailers in that market. Um, you know, I think that time will tell with respect to, you know, the market and, and how these different states are, are reacting to some of these larger market conditions with, you know, we, we talked a little bit about it. Um, you know, when I talked about kind of our, the features that we're building here to support retailers, but it is, I believe, kind of a sign of larger, larger forces at work. I think, you know, inflation in this country is, of course, at very high levels. There's a lot of uncertainty, you know, within markets right now. And I think that is having an impact on the space. Um, I, I think time will tell. I, I, we're going to see compression most likely, uh, potentially continue a little bit more in some of these markets. It's hard to say, but I, I think there's, of course, you know, some, I, I think we have, we have a broader outlook when we look into the future. I think that, you know, we, we'll, we will see some of these markets begin to rebound, begin to come back up. I think that it, of course, has a, uh, a really strong dependency on how licensing uh, shakes out in some of these markets. If, if new licenses open, if licenses, uh, you know, compress even. So there are just a number of kind of external factors, I think, at play. So time will tell. But uh, right now we are seeing a little bit of that compression. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Zach. Really, really great to have you on and, and tell us more about new products that you've recently launched, products you're working on, and, and sort of just helping us understand overall the retail landscape. Yeah, of course. No, thanks for having me, Dave. It was really great to talk about uh, Dutchie Point of Sale and, and Dutchie Pay and, and some of the other things that we're working on here uh, at Dutchie.